Hello and welcome to the Nonsense Seekers podcast, a show for those on the pursuit of purpose, spirituality, and all things nonsense. The show is all about being open to new ideas, ways of thinking, and taking that next step in your spiritual journey, even when it feels like complete and utter nonsense. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to instantly up-level your life. I'm going to give you my four best tips on how to raise your vibrations and to start acting as your higher self. So let's get started. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So let's talk about how to instantly uplevel your life. Let's dive right into the first topic of upgrading your environment. So when I say upgrade your environment, I am not... Uh, giving you a pass to go spend money you don't have, to buy a new car that you um, can't necessarily afford yet. But it's just making these little upgrades that make you feel high vibe that maybe you thought were too too uh, frivolous before. So for example, one thing that I love having done is I love having my nails done. It makes me, for whatever reason, I feel so much more high vibe. I feel like the person... Like when I think of my higher self, I think she always has her nails done. Her hair is always on point. She always has a great outfit when she's out and about, right? She's always really put together. And part of that is having your nails done almost all the time. And previously I used to do my nails pretty regularly. And then I stopped because I thought, well, $60 a month on just nails. I'm also really hard on my nails. So to me, I got in this mindset of, well, if they're just going to break and chip anyways, why am I spending the money on all of that money on doing, getting my nails done? But I realized that when I picture myself having, you know, being a higher version of myself, I always have my nails done and I just love the way it looks. So that's one thing that I've started doing is I just, whether it's actually getting my nails done, having just press on nails that look really nice, or painting my nails, I just make sure to have my nails done in some way. So I'm not even saying you have to go spend tons of money on your appearance or anything. That's just one thing that I I love. So whatever it is that makes you feel in that high vibe state, but maybe you feel like, oh, well, I don't need it, right? So maybe you're a big coffee lover, but you always just grab like the cheaper brands, like the Dunkin' Donut brand or the you know, the Folgers brand because you're like, well, I drink so much coffee and it's so expensive to buy the the next grade up. Just for this month, buy that next level of coffee, especially if you are a coffee lover or, you know, if you, one thing that I've done recently is I've started washing and cleaning out my car regularly, something that I'm really bad at, unfortunately. But I also notice like when I have a clean car, like I'm I feel so great. I want to drive other people around. I want other people like, I don't know. I just feel really great when I have a like 
beautifully washed car. There's no, right, there's no receipts laying around in it. There's no like cups in the cup holders. It's just immaculate. And that makes me feel really good because I know that there are times when my car has been not clean, the opposite, where there's receipts all over the floors, there's cups in the cup holders, and you know, in the the floor mats haven't been vacuumed and there's grass in it. So and when I have to, you know, drive somebody else or like my friends get in the car, I feel that and this is probably on me, but I don't feel like a high vibe version of myself. The higher vibe version of myself that I envision, again, is very put together. She washes her car regularly. She cares about the things that she has in her life because she knows that that's almost, that's like a part of the investment in herself, right? It's taking care of the things that she invests in. So whatever it is, those little things, whether it's getting your nails done, washing your car, buying a, a better brand of food, coffee, wine, whatever your thing is, buy it. So I'm not saying like on your next grocery store run, buy all organic, buy the most expensive thing if that really is not logistical within your budget, but just try to start finding ways to up-level little things here and there. Another thing I did was I bought myself a pair of AirPods. They were refurbished, so they weren't quite as expensive, but I had always wanted a pair and I never, it was one of those things, of course, where I was like, well, I got, I have free headphones with you know, my, um, that I got with my phone, or I have these bulkier wireless ones, but I just, I wanted ones without the string that were just the small, simple earbuds, and I finally bought them, and it is, it sounds so silly to say, like, if I think about myself, like, even, like, five months ago, like, it would sound so stupid to be, like, headphones are a game changer, but they just are, Um, especially when you picture like your high vibe self and what they would be doing. So again, I just want to preface this time and time again, do not like go spend money you don't have or rack up a bunch of debt because you think it's going to get you in a high vibe state. Just doing these little things, you will be amazed. Like my $6 press on nails make me feel like I just had a spa day. So whenever you can do these little upgrades and then also just just visualize yourself being that person, you will be shocked at the transformation that happens. So upgrading your environment, the little things in your life. Another thing that I did that was absolutely free, again, cleaning out my car was one, keeping our living room always picked up when previously it would have like a little bit of laundry here or there on the couch or you know, shoes on the ground or, you know, the books on the coffee table were kind of scattered or, you know, just little cups on the side table, things like that, where it's, it's not, it's not gross or disgusting or anything. It's just a little cluttered cleaning that up because I was like the high five version of myself keeps their living room and their common areas immaculate. So once I started doing that, I also started noticing just like how much better I felt being in the living room because it also wasn't a constant reminder of, oh, I need to do laundry. Oh, I need to put my clothes away. Oh, um, I need to do the dishes. Like I see a cup on the side table. Oh, you know, I need to vacuum or whatever. It 
when I was already doing those things throughout the day and just keeping the space clean and open, it was such a stress reliever for me. So that's one thing that you can do that's totally free. It's no cost to just like clean up your space, make your bed in the morning, do a workout, whatever it is that the next level version of yourself would be doing or buying, do that because that's going to put you in that space. And then also the bonus tip on this lesson is visualize yourself being that person. So when I'm cleaning up my living room or I'm cleaning out my car, when I'm cleaning out my car, I'm visualizing that it's a white Tesla. It's not a little Jeep compass, two-wheel drive, you know, standard package. It is a tricked out Tesla that has all of the features and all of the upgrades that I think are amazing. So when I'm cleaning it out, I'm like, oh, of course I take care of my things. Like, of course I'm taking care of my Tesla. Like, I love it so much. It's like, this is what my high vibe pers- version of myself would be doing. So that's another big tip that I have is, let's say you're a bag person, right? You love bags, handbags. <laughs> and, um, right, like, so clean out your purse. Clean out your purse and pretend that it's, you know, a Louis Vuitton, YSL, you know, whatever brand you're into, whatever dream bag you have, whenever you go to clean out all the receipts or reorganize your wallet or whatever, just envision it being that Louis Vuitton and being so grateful, but not to, here's another tip, is not putting that on a pedestal either. Like you're cleaning it out, you're visualizing that it's this thing, but you're not like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I have this thing. Because the high vibe version of you, they carry that bag around every day, they drive that car every day. There's no longer that pedestal excitement around that object, if that makes sense. So that's where it gets a little bit more, uh, I can't think of the word, but a little bit more woo-woo in terms of like matching vibrations. It depends on how far along you are in your spiritual journey. I know when I first started, I was like, vibrations, what the hell are you talking about? Like, (laughs) that sounds absolutely ridiculous. So, but it's very true that you do wanna match that vibe because when you come from a place of like this desperate vibe, you're a lot less, you're less of a match for that thing and you're more of a fan instead of actually being the the high version of yourself, if that makes sense. So upgrading your environment, and it doesn't have to be buying something new. It can just be new actions that you take. It could be getting up earlier, working out, cleaning out your stuff, envisioning that the thing that you have or that you use every day is the higher version of that, right? So just when you look at your bag, mine is honestly, my purse is... Um, a vintage like coach purse that my mom wore in like the 90s I think it's super cute but you know I might envision it being you know a crossbody Chanel bag or something so the next thing is meditating and I know that people I'm not going to talk long on this because I know some people are pretty resistant to meditation or they're just it's not for them or they think it's really hard but Meditating really has, does help. Um, It's helped me tremendously in terms of raising my vibration and just being a positive, better person throughout my day. I notice that I'm a lot less irritable and I'm a lot more 
I, I also just remember, so when I was a kid and even today, or not today, but let's say a year ago, I, I wouldn't say I have anger issues, but I, I'm, I can be snippy when triggered. It takes a while to trigger me, but once I get there, I have a little bit of a bite. So <laughs> I remember just thinking like, I know that I need to not react that way, but I like, I can't stop myself. Like, how do you stop yourself? It's so easy in hindsight to say, oh, I shouldn't have done that. But how do I stop myself from being that negative person or being that, um, you know, for lack of a better word, bitchy person where you just say snippy mean things that are <laughs> kind of personal and rude, right? So, and also not justifying your behavior by thinking like, well, I wouldn't have said that if they wouldn't have said X, Y, and Z. So one thing that has helped me tremendously where I've just noticed that I'm much less of a control freak. I am much less, like when I'm triggered, I am much more forgiving. Or because when I start to feel myself get like worked up or being like, this person is pointing out all of these flaws that I have. Why are they doing this? I just think in my head, like I, I send them love. And when I can, sorry, I lost my like string of words, but when I can think about, you know, what, when I can stop myself early before I get to the point where I say something I, I don't necessarily mean or something just to be reactionary or to retaliate, I can stop myself er much earlier on and think, I send them love and I forgive myself and them. So that's one um, lesson that I've learned beyond meditation is I'm going to butcher this word so badly, but hopopono ono, something like that. But essentially it's these four, four sayings that you say back to back. So it's, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And so I practice that, but on a much smaller level, that's when I just say, I give you love. So meditating really has not only helped raise just my daily vibration, it helps me put me in a better mood, but it's really helped me stop with those negative thoughts or that reactionary part of my personality. Um, I think I talked about this in the last episode, but I remember my dad was doing really great with his meditation practice and we were actually in Greece and he was driving. So kind of a stressful situation, driving in a foreign country. And this guy like cut him off and I don't remember what all happened, but I just remember my dad going like, did, usually he would be not very happy. He would be saying some choice words at the guy who cut him off, but he just said, oh buddy, you are so lucky I meditated today. And that just always sticks in my mind when I think of how powerful meditation can be because my dad can be, hothead is probably the wrong word, but when he's driving, he's a very high stress driver. So we've all been in the car with somebody who has a little bit of road rage and if they get cut off, it's not going to be a fun time in the car. But yeah, so that is something that I always think about and it's... It really is such a great way of, that's just evidence of how it takes you from, instead of being reactionary, whether it's angry or you want to say something sarcastic or, you know, something that's negative, 
even if you're just trying to be a positive person and maybe you're kind of, you have more of that negative nature, maybe it's inherited from your parents or your grandparents or, you know, past lives where your instant reaction to something is to bring up something negative. And it's very common, like that's, that is a very common trait, especially if you work a nine to five job, you will notice that so much throughout the day. There's lots of negative talk around work that needs to be done. There's a lot of negative talk around people within the office, right? Office politics and stuff. And one thing that I've noticed with meditation is that I catch myself so much earlier before I say something that I didn't necessarily mean or say something really negative. I can choose to just be positive. And I always wondered how how people would do that when people were like, think before you speak. Especially when I was younger, I was like, I don't, I don't, what do you mean think? I'm just responding to what they're saying. But meditation really helps in those, in that sense. The other thing that meditation is great for is just manifesting in general. So I will manifest or meditate. (laughs) I always confuse those words sometimes. And I meditate in the evening and in the morning. So I've tried to not do it first thing in the morning because I'm still, (laughs) most of the time I'm still tired. So if I'm listening to a meditation, I find it a little bit harder to get up. So I might get up first, do drink some matcha or do breath work or just start getting ready for my day and then go into meditation. But I definitely try to avoid looking at my phone too much, like getting into social media, getting into emails or, you know, things that are going to make me be reactionary again. Because having that clear channel and having it being in just that neutral state is really powerful when you're trying to manifest the things that you want. The next thing that I want to talk about that I had like an aha moment earlier this week was the power of getting clear and getting certain on what you want. And a big part of that is asking what would the higher version of yourself be doing or what would they want to be doing. So Whenever I was able to like get clear and get certain on what it was that I wanted, and it doesn't even have to be long-term. It's great to have long-term goals, don't get me wrong, but I just think about, you know, sometimes it's so hard because the question of what do I want to do with my life is, it's so daunting, right? Like it can, it's kind of intimidating to think that what you want to do with the rest of your life is being decided right now. But I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be that way. So just get certain on what you don't want and that will lead you to what you do want. And then what, whatever it is that you do want, pick the path where you can start as soon as possible. Whether it's making a podcast, whether it's making, um, you know, starting a website or an Etsy page or a YouTube videos or whatever it is, just start committing to something right? Whatever you feel in your heart is like the next step, start committing to that thing. And if you really are just like, I have no freaking idea what I want to do. I'm so confused. And I've been in this state where you just have pretty much the words, I don't know, running through your head on a loop. Um, And it's not a fun place to be, believe me, I know. But one great um, tool that I used recently was... I don't want to mess up her name, Sahara Rose. 
Her book is called Discover Your Dharma, and she has a quiz for discovering your dharma, and it will give you your archetype. So mine is teacher, which was very helpful to hear. It was teacher, and I want to say visionary was my secondary like dharma archetype. And knowing that helped me so much because it reminded me like, okay, I have this social media business that I do on the side called Champagne Taste Media. And I had been kind of neglecting it thinking like, I don't know what I want to do, right? I'm really into, you know, meditation and I'm really on this spiritual journey now. So maybe I want to do this. And then it was just this, I got so overwhelmed with all of the possibilities of what I could do. And when I, literally as soon as I got certain, so I had started the social media business. Um, I think I'm up to like 3,000 followers, but for whatever reason, I just was so scared to take that next step, right? I just wasn't sure if I wanted to take that next step in actually doing the longer term one-on-one coaching. I had done some eBooks. I had done some small like weekend courses and I had done just like one, like singular one-on-one sessions with people. But to really help people, you have to be accountability for them, right? You have to you know, continue to show up for them and teach them in a way where you're not just like information dumping on them within an hour, hour and a half. Honestly, my sessions ended up going an hour and a half because I was just like unloading so much information. And if we wanted to have any like side conversations or anything like that, if we got off on a different topic, it would just go on forever because there's so much to cover. So basically... I was just, I was nervous to take that next step. I couldn't really identify why. I don't know if it was fear of success. I don't know if it was fear of people not thinking that people would pay me for that kind of money or just fear of like, is this really what I want to be doing for the rest of my life? But that's the beautiful thing is that how many things have you tried in your life and where that got you to where you are now? So if you have to pivot in a year, two years, you just have to pivot again. It's nothing, it's not going to be anything insanely life altering, right? And whatever step you're on now or whatever step you take next is just going to be a stepping stone to the next thing. So for example, let's say the social media thing isn't really my calling and I'm meant to do something more or higher with my life. Well, first off, the the knowledge that I've gained from this coaching alone has been immeasurable right? And it could lead to my true dharma, for example. So whatever it is that your next step is, get clear and get certain. Sorry, I forgot to say. So once I got certain where I was like, okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with the bullshit. I'm done playing small. I'm done thinking, well, what if I want to do this? Or what if I want to do that? I, I have this, I say following, 3,000 followers. I know it's not a ton, but we're building and yeah. So (laughs) I always hesitate to say like, I don't know. I just don't want to like misrepresent myself, I guess. But I had already started this business essentially where I was like, all right, all of the groundwork is already done. So why the hell am I trying to go off and do A, B, C, or D when this first option is already already on a silver platter for me. So once I literally decided, okay, freaking done with it, like 
let's go back to the original path that I was on and let's just start moving forward there. Let's stop with the, the side tracks of the shiny objects all around and let's just get back to square one and let's just work that and see what happens. And so literally I just got on my Facebook or my Instagram and I put out saying, hey, I just started this eight week program. I've been working on, you know, trying to put this together because I had literally written down this plan like so many times and I just never implemented it. And then I, so yeah, I, I was like, I just need some beta testers for this program. So if you're interested, DM me. Literally got a DM right away. I say right away. I didn't notice that somebody had DM'd me right away because I, um, it went to like that request folder. And so this was actually yesterday. I checked my Instagram and I checked my, you know, my request folder and this woman who had been following me for a while and I hadn't been following her back reached out to me and was like, tell me more. So literally within that hour span of her reaching out to me, to us, me sending her the invoice and her and like closing, I hate to say closing the deal. That makes it so much sound like such a business transaction and like, ugh, I don't know. I don't like that. I need to come up with a better way to say hired a client or brought on a client. But it was, it was literally, not only did I hire on this client, but she was so amazing. Like I'm so excited to be working with her because first off, she was so kind and gracious next she is so open and excited to learn and as a coach what more could you freaking hope for than somebody who's open to learning i've tried to coach people where they're very stuck in their ways and they you know you give your best advice that you can and you tell them things to tweak and they don't listen and it's very frustrating so it was not only without like within moments of posting that I was going to even do this eight-week program, which another thing, if you know, in marketing, a lot of times it's hard to get sales when you first post something because people have to see something like seven times before they're ready to trust that um, that program or that, that product, right? So I just think it was a miraculous that somebody even reached out to me right away. Second, the fact that she was so excited and just honestly, a dream client was amazing. So whenever, that's why I included this, get clear, get certain, and just go for it. Because whenever you take those risks and you take those leaps, I don't know if you've ever, if you haven't read the, the book, The Alchemist, you absolutely should. Because it's not always going to be all roses, of course. There are definitely going to be obstacles that are unforeseen. But one thing that the alchemist kind of talks about in the book is beginner's luck, right? So when you take that leap of faith, the universe is there to catch you because it wants you to stay on this path. You might get lost just similar to how I was getting distracted by shiny object, shiny object, new thing, new thing. There's, there's still that beginner's luck where when you get back on your path or you try or you get certain about going after something... The universe is there to have your back and to guide you and to help you complete your life's mission, your dharma, whatever you want to call it, your soul's purpose. It's there to help you. So that really is the power of getting clear and certain on what you want. And again, it does not have to be 
it's not the end-all be-all decision, right? It can be the decision that you make today, but it doesn't have to be for the rest of your life. And I think that's where people get caught up. And I have to remind myself, if you ever get stuck on things where you're like, how could I make this happen? Always look to for social proof. So who else has made the thing happen that you want to to achieve? So I was thinking about that too, where for example, Brene Brown, so she's been, this might be a bad example, but if you know who Brene Brown is, she studies, um, she studies shame and vulnerability um, and does social work or did social work. And so she was just, you know, in her field, doing her studies, doing her research. And then she got asked to do a TEDx talk for like TEDx Houston at the university. It wasn't like, it wasn't supposed to be this big thing or get lots of views or really be out there. And then all of a sudden somebody posted it on YouTube and then it just gained all this traction. And now she has, she's so well known. She has all of these books and that happened like in her adult life. Like after having, getting married and having kids And so that's one thing to come back to as well is looking to other people, seeing what path they had in them achieving success. So even if you're like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm 32, which is not that old. And I understand if you are like in your 30s or even younger, I'm 26 and I get way too caught up in I'm... I don't have that much time to accomplish what I want to accomplish or I see all of these other 20 year olds or 22 year olds who have achieved great success. So what I have to do too is remind myself like, hey, whether if this is the right path, great. If not, there's still time, right? If not, the universe is going to lead you to something better after this chapter. And this chapter is going to be necessary for you to grow. So get clear and get certain and ask, come back and ask yourself, what would the higher version of you be doing right now? Especially when it comes to if you're a business owner and you have social media, this is my background. So this is what I point to often. um, And I suggest to my clients as well is if you had 10,000 followers, 15,000 followers, 20,000, whatever the pinnacle of followers is for you, what would you be doing? Right? I get so many people saying like, oh, I'm going to start doing reels when I have 5,000 followers. Why? Why Why are you waiting until you have 5,000 followers to do reels? You could put out a reel tomorrow and it could go viral and you could gain that 5,000 followers. So why why are you putting off the steps that are necessary that the higher version of yourself would be doing and trying to just stay comfortable until it happens instead of making it happen or helping it happen because action is such a big part of things. And that's what I've noticed too is I've been on this personal growth journey. And like I said, when I got certain and I got, I created a plan and I started taking action, I received results right away. The universe was like, yeah, totally. Good job. Here you go. It was it was crazy. And so taking that action and being certain and just keep moving forward. This was one thing I was my mantra 
Um, I don't think I would have known to call it that last year, but um, when I started the social media business, I said, you just have to keep going. Whatever you do, you have to keep going. You have to post every day, whatever it is. Even if you take, you know, where you're lazy for a week and you just repurpose content or, you know, it's not as quality as it should be. Like you have to just be consistent and you have to just keep going because it's what I've heard every successful person ever say, right? Is, right, that they don't quit, that the only way to fail is to give up. So getting clear, getting certain and asking what would the higher version of you be doing, Right, so if it's starting a YouTube, would the higher version of you be editing videos daily? Would they be trying and researching new techniques? If you wanted to start an online boutique, what would the higher version of yourself be doing? Would they take a course on finding how to build an online boutique? Would they search for a mentor? Would they have a mentor or a coach? Would they already have the LLC registered? What would be the next step that you would need to do to become that higher version of yourself. So if you're wanting to instantly uplevel your life, those are my three tips. So the first one, upgrade your environment. Second, meditate. And the third one, get clear and get certain. And then I guess the fourth one is, there's a fourth one that is ask what you would do if you were the highest version of yourself. And that kind of encompasses all of those. So would you be Working out, would you be starting your business? What What is it that you would be doing if you were the highest version, highest level of yourself? And then honestly, just keep growing and taking action. Taking action is so powerful. And I know that that's where I've gotten stuck in the past. And I know other people struggle with it too, especially when they're just starting out. Because there's so much content out there that says, oh, you just have to raise your vibration. Right? They say, oh, all you have to do is... Just think positive thoughts and good things will happen to you. But their energy, there has to be energetic movement. So when you take action, you are pushing out more energy. And that is what helps get things to you. Sorry, I'm getting tongue-tied. That is what helps get things to you faster. That is what helps the universe transfer things to you in a faster way so take so whatever it is that you're doing take action right upgrading invite upgrading your environment that's a form of action meditating that's definitely a form of action getting clear and getting certain right that's definitely more mental but once you're clear and certain take that next step take that leap take that Take that jump or leap of faith, if you will, into whatever it is that you need to be doing next. And again, it doesn't doesn't have to be these outrageous big things. I think sometimes we think that, oh, I have to build an entire website and I have to buy all of this equipment or I have to set up this huge email list and I have to do all of these big things. But the truth is, if you just take, let's say you improve or take one step forward every single day. In a year, you will, have took, you will have taken 365 steps, right? So that is nothing to shake your nose at. That's definitely going to get you even further. So just try something new out of, 
every day that gets you closer to your goals. And it could be personal growth work, right? It could just be waking up earlier. It could be exercising because what those things lead to are going to be the bigger and higher versions of yourself. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope that this podcast was helpful and I would love to know if you try any of these high vibe instant up level your life tips. So feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at nonsense seekers and please subscribe to the podcast if you are enjoying these episodes and If you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts, that helps the podcast get seen and pushed out further. And I would love to help other people instantly up-level their lives, learn more about law of attraction, manifestation, learning how to meditate, all those wonderful things that keep you going on your spiritual journey. So tune in to the next podcast next week, and I will see you soon.